Welcome to episode four of SMH Sports. I'm Josh. And I'm Steve. And this time we're talking about week three NFL football, along with some of the stuff that, that's been you know going around in our house, just to keep it light. But uh, we'll just start off with the Thursday night game with the Panthers and the Texans. Uh, Sam Darnold's revenge tour continues. Yeah, I mean, this game really no surprises here, uh, especially with Tyrod Taylor being out. I mean, Davis Mills and his abnormally large neck Dude, were only able to get ass <laughs> only able to get nine points on the board for Houston. But uh, honestly, yeah, Sam Darnold looked very good again. Uh, ran for two touchdowns, threw for over three hundred yards. Him and DJ Moore, those guys are really starting to cook together. Um, he's the clear cut number one receiver there. Um, and honestly, even without, I mean, obviously losing McCaffrey is very McCaffrey's big. McCaffrey's a big thing. Yeah. But it seems like whoever they plug into that running back system is maybe not able to match McCaffrey's production, but Chubba still Hubbard. be. Yeah, Chubba yeah. Hubbard looked good. And an awesome name, too. Yeah, Chubba Hubbard. That's such a good name. I, I've got faith in Chubba Hubbard and the Panthers. They are playing the Cowboys next week. That's going to be an interesting game. Because I feel like these are two teams who have a lot of potential to be good, but. We're going to see, this is the first like really good team. I, I guess, no, the Panthers did beat the Saints, but I don't know. I, it's, that, it's I, that's one of the games that I'm really looking forward to, it's a good to test watching them here. Uh, Texans just blow, but first game on Sunday was Bills and Washington. Uh, Josh Allen's back. Josh Allen shut people up. You know, slow start, but he, especially from my, my fantasy team, I needed this. He uh, he balled out. Yeah, he threw, what, what, did he, he threw four touchdowns and ran for one, Yeah, right? five total. Yeah, that's that's wild. I, I, I've got to say, I, I expected more of the Washington defense. I know Josh Allen is a great quarterback. He'd been struggling to this point. Obviously, he was going to have a better game. But, uh, yeah, the fact that the, this Washington front four that's very good, they, they're actually their front seven in general is just very good, was not able to get a single sack on uh, on Josh Allen. is is slightly concerning for them. But uh, Taylor Heineke... You know, he, he looked okay, but... Uh, two touchdowns, two picks, 2-12. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd say Washington might... They're about where they were last year. They got a lot better towards the end of the season, but I need to see more from this defense if uh, if they're going to prove to be a good team in the NFC East. I think they're the second or third best team in the division now. I think the yeah, Cowboys it's are a, clear-cut It's a, it's a pretty one. close division, so like they can't really slip up as much no. as they did last they're, they're year. Still, they're still better than the Giants. Yeah, the Giants won't blow. Now the Bears. Ah, oh. Dude, the, we had one passing yard the whole game because Justin Fields got sacked nine times. Yeah, honestly, I feel like if the Bears' offense has a showing like this again next week, Matt Nagy should be fired. His bald ass is out of there. He I, I mean, I don't think he should be fired. It's only one game, and when you have Jason Peters, who is basically <laughs> – this man, I've been saying – so let me get this straight. Jason Peters is one of my favorite players of all time. As an Eagles fan, he was a dominant left tackle for us for at least like five, seven, eight years. A while. Something like that. I, I mean, he was one of my favorite. You could always depend on Jason Peters uh, as the as left tackle. And then he became a thief. Well, the Super Bowl year, he was playing. He was still pretty good, but he was slowed down. Then he tore his MCL, and he was okay the next season. The season after that, he was pretty bad. And last year, he was... Awful. And after watching it, Miles Garrett just made him his bitch. Dude. <laughs> the post I sent you where it just showed all the slides of him getting just pushed away. He, he literally just got shoved out of the way. He's just, uh, he's, he used to be fat, like much quick. He has no quickness anymore. He's just kind of, 
fat. It's fat, and it, I, I, I want to. I need. I, I hate seeing Hall of Fame players just hold on for too long. Like Jason Peters, I love you. You're one of my favorite players ever, but I it's say, time to hang it up. I would say that's the same thing with Richard Sherman. I Richard Sherman was still very good two years ago, um, and now he's all, you, you saw he signed with the Bucks, Bucks right? Yeah. Uh, who even knows if he's going to start? Um, <laughs> Probably for like a week or two while they're injured. Yeah, I I, I mean, I, I think Richard Sherman's not nearly as washed. I was I, I was surprised they signed him after that whole uh, incident with him like <laughs> yeah, banging on his girlfriend's did. door. Um, he's determined, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I love Richard Sherman. I I, I don't know, like just for me seeing washed players past their prime, there's no one to hang it up. Especially when they've fallen so far, it's Baker uh, two forty six and a tutty. Chubb twenty two for eighty four. Kareem, Kareem Hunt, Hunt was much 10 better for eighty one. Yeah, that, that, that backfield's lethal. Holy oh, shit! I know, I know. And Hunt also had six for seventy four receiving. That's nuts. Yeah, Kareem Hunt had a great. Uh, that Browns offense is so dynamic. Good line, good receivers. Odell. Best backfield in the league. Odell in my came opinion. back five for seventy seven. That's pretty good. A lot of people were worried about his production. He, a lot of people. We're saying that Baker was better without him. I mean, maybe they were able to build that chemistry, but honestly, the Browns have improved so much since he got hurt last year. I think uh, I think he's going to fit in great with that team, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what the Browns can do this season. The Ravens kind of scare me. The not, Ra- not, not like as a threat to the Steelers, because I mean, we suck, but like they beat the Lions by two. I, I mean, the greatest kick... The greatest field goal in NFL history happened in this game. The longest field goal and probably the most dramatic, seeing it bounce from the bottom and then up in. like that, That's just crazy. Only uh, I think Justin Tucker, with that kick, became the greatest kicker of all Did time. Did you see that on Madden? He was an 87 at the start of the season. Uh-huh. Very low. After that kick, he's a 99 now. They 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 always uh, rate kickers low in Madden, I thought. Like he's now a but, I mean, he's yeah, a he, he, he deserves it. I mean, he's... I think he's probably the best kicker I've ever seen. I'm going to uh, stake the claim that he's the GOAT because he he's so accurate. I'll say after him, I love Sebastian Janikowski on the Raiders. Uh, I mean, now, Adam Vinatieri is way better than he is. Uh, I, yeah. I, Janikowski had a leg, though. He, he, was, he was the man. Nah, um, I, I just kind of like the fact that Lamar is, I think, fourth in the league in rushing through three weeks. Yeah, uh, I mean, he's... He's he's done well. Uh, obviously, there's some injuries. They have injuries all over the field. The fact that they've been able to beat the Chiefs two weeks ago, I mean, this is a little concerning that you're only beating the Lions by two. But if you do, if you have a win like this in dramatic fashion, like that's got to pump up the adrenaline. Yeah, no, they're they're definitely uh, fired up. But Dan Campbell has nothing to feel bad about either. He played a good game. No, I mean honestly, they should have won that game. Like, how often does a team make a 66-yard field goal? Obviously, if there was any other kicker. He probably would have been fine. That's what he said in the press conference. He was like, "We kicked it sixty-six fucking yards. What do, what, what do you want me to do?" Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, that's that's correct." <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it's crazy. Next game, the zero and three Colts. Um, wait, hold for a second. I might be John. No, I'm, I'm not gonna pause it. It's just John. Steve, talk to them real quick. While I get him. All right. Yeah. So the Colts Titans game. Uh, I'd say what I expected. Carson Wentz. He, he needs to get better. I'm. I'm I'll, I'll uh, praise his toughness for playing uh, playing through injury, but only completing half of his passes, kind of concerning. Um, he still got he only got sacked twice, which isn't as bad. That, that's not too bad. Um, yeah, I mean the Colts have had some tough opponents. I think they they should be doing better soon. But once they start getting to play the Jaguars and Texans soon enough, Taylor uh, 
10 for 64. That's not bad. They just need some more. They, they need to uh, – having Carson Wentz throw 37 passes while injured, I understand you're trailing, but I, teams are starting to shy too too far away from them. I'll get to that later with the Eagles game. But uh, <laughs> Derrick Henry again, you know. Not, n- nothing like last week, but still. Averaging four yards a carry, he, he carried his load. He's also – he caught three for 31 on the backfield. He's starting to use his little – Receiving angle a little bit more. Yeah, no, because he's he he was like useless in the receiving game last year. He's such um, a big fucker. It's hard to like. I I will say you know AJ Brown and Julio Jones have been silent this year. Neither I, I know AJ Brown. I think they're both battling with injuries now. They're both questionable for next week. Really. But yeah, I mean they they need to figure some stuff out there. Find out how to get those guys uh, in the offense because I mean Westbrook Akeen. Is bit was the best receiver for them the other day. Uh, I don't know how with AJ Brown out, Julio doesn't take that game over. Yeah, I I don't know either. He's been he's been inconsistent so far, which is not something we see of Julio. I'm just hoping he gets better for his sake and my fantasy team's sake. Um, but yeah, good win for the Titans. I, I was obviously everyone was concerned after that week one against Arizona, and uh, they were trailing big to the Seahawks. But that comeback victory and this win against the Colts, it seems like the Titans are back on track. Yeah, Derrick Henry getting his feet under him is uh, definitely helping them. Oh, uh, yeah, 100%. Um, what's, uh, what's next? Next game is uh, Chargers two Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs defense, they have some problems. Uh, <laughs> and they're starting to starting to get get worse. Um, and especially with Mahomes starting to turn the ball over. Did you know uh, Mahomes, I guess, has thrown three interceptions in September in his career, and all of them have come in the last two games. Now, granted, uh, did you see the one no-look pass he threw? I and, heard about it. Yeah, he, he had a no-look pass, and uh, it was a little off-target. I think he threw it to like a, one of the backup tight ends or something. Bounces off his hands. Uh, Asante Samuel Jr. with a diving interception. It was it was a pretty cool play. Um, what's, the, your, what's your take on uh, Mike Williams' Chargers? M- Mike Williams is breaking out. I mean, obviously everyone, when he was drafted, he... he he played well in his first couple of years, but not Keenan Allen was the clear-cut number one guy. Mike Williams has been arguably the best receiver in the league to start to start Cooper this year off behind, behind Cooper Cup. Cup. Yeah, but uh, the Chargers' <laughs> offense is like going crazy. Chargers' offense is dynamic. I mean, Herbert definitely the best game he's had uh, so far this season. Austin Eckler was great running and receiving out of the backfield. Keenan Allen still eight catches fulfilled his role, and Mike Williams is just breaking out. Like this Chargers' offense is starting to look very legit. They have a good defensive coach in Brandon Staley. I, I'm i really liking this team. I'm hoping that this team can make the playoffs from the way that well, they've I been playing. Well, I think the people just straight up counted them out of winning their division because it's like the Chiefs, but they just they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, so it, this I, is a huge I, statement. The Chiefs really need to figure out uh, what what's going on on defense because they've gotten carved up, honestly, every week. The Browns, the Browns tore them up. Uh, the Ravens did, and now the Chargers. Like they've been allowing like thirty point, over thirty points a game. You gotta, you gotta get better than that. I just want to see him do better. I will say, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire coming back from the dead after that fumble last week. He finally had a good game running what, what for hundred yards. He ran for hundred. Yeah, and had a receiving touchdown. Really? Yeah. So, that's that's promising for the Chiefs. It seems like their run game's starting to pick back up, which is something that they really lacked in the beginning. Uh, you gotta limit the turnovers, though. If Mahomes turns the ball, they tur- they had four turnovers. Well, Edwards Lair did fumble as well, and Tyreek Hill also fumbled. If you turn the ball over four times, you're, you're probably not gonna win the game. Uh, so the Chiefs have some issues to sort out. Hopefully, Andy Reid spent the night in the hospital, I believe. So hopefully, yeah. he's he, wish him a speedy recovery. I love Andy Reid. 
Now, part part one of the most exciting game this upcoming week is the Patriots. Yes. As they lost to the Saints. So not only is Tom Brady going to have a loss on his mind, so is Bill Belichick. And I we'll get we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But the Saints put up 28. Uh, Jamie's clean sheet. Yeah, I, he's the Saint. He has not been throwing for a lot of yards this season, that's for sure. But uh, as long as he does, he played horrendous against the Panthers last week. As long as he limits his turnovers, Saints are are gonna win. Their defense has been phenomenal, especially Week One against the the uh, Packers and Week Three against the the Patriots. They got Mac Mac Jones did not turn the ball over. Got him to throw three interceptions. The, they stifled the run game. Camara got a hundred total yards. It's impressive. Considering what he had, like eight rushing yards yeah, last week bad. or something like he that. He had eighty nine on the ground, thirty one in the uh, twenty nine in the air, and a receiving and a touchdown. touchdown. Uh, Taysom Hill had a rushing touchdown. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, just using the, using him. I mean, uh, what would you say Taysom Hill is like a change of pace? It's the best way to. Teams yeah. don't really know what's going on. The announcers get a little too hyped for him. I think. Well, but uh, if he's able to gets, get in there, average five yards a carry, score a touchdown, uh, it's obvi- it obviously worked against the Patriots. I just kind of wish that they had him throw the ball a couple times when they put him in. So it's like, if you put him in, they don't obviously assume that he's running the ball. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you put him in, fake the run, and just have him bomb it, like, that, mm-hmm. could, you could, that could work. Who knows? Either way, Jameis Winston eats another W. That's, yeah, he's, that's all I uh, care about. Falcons. Hey, oh, they played the Giants. Never mind. Uh, I, I mean, we can talk about this game. Uh, honestly, the Giants spent all this money this offseason just to be even more terrible than they were last year. I didn't know it was possible. Um, I will say, they retired Eli Manning's jersey. They booed the owner out of the building. Eli Manning needed to tell them to quiet down. Really? Because he was booed so loud, yeah. Um, I mean, what can you say? Like, this is a nail in the coffin. The Falcons are not a good football team, and they were able to pick up a win in New York. Uh, Daniel Jones, not a terrible performance, again, but he needs to be a little a no little more explosive. You have Kenny Galladay. you got to use him. Uh, he, he, Kenny Galladay was okay. Uh, Kadarius Toney is still a complete non-factor in the offense. Uh, Darius Slayton didn't do much. I mean, this is just... Saquon. Sa- Saquon only averaging three yards a carry. He need. I mean, I don't know if it's hard to say if he's washed or if the, it's a bad O-line. Um, he still he still seems to provide something in the receiving game. But uh, Cord- I, you, you expect more from a number two overall draft pick, even with all the injuries he's had. Cordo had seven rushes for 20 yards, and he led the receiving yardage with 82 with six catches. Cord- Cord- I've never seen Cordero Patterson have this much of a role in an offense. And honestly, I, I, like I, I'm, I say I'm all for it. I love it. I've always liked Cordero Patterson, one of the best kick returners I've ever seen. And now that he's actually getting a legitimate role, he's probably been the best offensive player. I said this last week. He's been the Falcons' best offensive player he this year. He still is. Uh, I'm impressed. Now the Steelers. The Steelers yeah, lost to the Bengals. They're 1-2 and two now. Uh, I'm not going to hit the panic button yet, but it's definitely something has to change. I mean, granted, Najee, 14 carries for 40 yards, 14 catches for 102 yards. That, a lot of that's just garbage time receptions, though. They're throwing the running backs yeah. in the flat, just trying to get some yards. Claypool had 9 for 96, that's promising. Uh, but if they can kind of develop Harris into like a McCaffrey-type role and catching passes at Camara, like, that's very promising. I like that. Uh, it's very we, pro- it's, it just have. We can't have Ben throw the ball 58 times. Yeah, 
him. We can't. That's too much for him. I mean, he's not as washed as people say, but he is definitely washed. Yeah, he's he's not mobile at all. That that one video of him falling down <laughs> was not great. He's not like Jason Peters washed, but I think he said the plan was to, to retire after this year. I, I think that's probably a good idea. If he throws the ball 40 times a game, I think he does a lot better. Their offense, that's that's the problem. They're throwing the ball too much with him. They're not giving Najee Harris enough touches. Your two teams, the Bears and the Steelers, have the most boring, undynamic offenses in the league Hell this year. Hell yeah, baby. And that that's a fact. Now, the guy I just traded away in fantasy, Jamar Chase. He's been he's been doing fantastic. Uh, there were all that all those rumors or uh, murmurs I should say about murmurs. his drops and how he wasn't gonna live up to expectations oh, and all he has, that. He has four touchdowns in his first three. Yeah, he's three he's games. been he's been awesome. Uh, and then the Bengals are getting T Higgins back uh, with Tyler Boyd. Joe Mixon's been playing well Joe to start Mixon's the year. Been playing very well this if, year. If they're able to get that O line back to uh, or not back to just actually get an O line, yeah, this, this could be a really good a really good offense. Burrow, 172 with three tutties and an interception. Like, that's not a bad game. No, only four incompletions. Like, I, this is this is a huge win for the Bengals. This is probably the biggest win under the Joe Burrow era, beating the Steelers by two touchdowns. And the defense, I mean, the Steelers' offense was atrocious. Bengals' defense has been good this year. Yeah, I, I just want to see the I want to see the Steelers do better. I'm tired of crying. Like, just do better. <laughs> uh, NFC favorite, question mark, Arizona Cardinals? Uh, them or the Rams? Uh, Definitely, the, I would take the Rams over them, but they're up there. Their offense is explosive. Uh, I'm wearing my T Law jersey tonight, so he better. I did you see? Did you see the 109 yard kick? Uh, yes. Yeah, because I that, mean that was agony. Right I, I, you got to say, bad day for Matt Prater. His 64 yard record gets broken by Justin Tucker. He attempts a 68 yarder and it gets returned for a 109 yard touchdown. Yeah, that's that's gotta hurt. Jamal Agnew, though, that guy's no joke. I've seen that guy return a lot of kicks for touchdowns. Uh, he's he's a good player. Maybe the only thing the Jaguars have going for them right now. Um, well, hopefully, uh, I don't even know. Kyler Murray's just incredible. I yeah, mean, uh, three sixteen, no touchdowns this game. Yeah, he did. He did have that one rushing touchdown, which was uh, that. That's one of the problems with the Jaguars coaching. This play was so predictable. They're lined up on the one. He goes to hand it off. It's a fake handoff. Everyone's crowded at the line of scrimmage, and Kyler Murray can basically like army crawl his way to the end zone if he needed to, like. He had that much space. It was I will absurd. say the, uh, the the backfield for the Cardinals is perfect, as I would say. 11 carries for Connor, 11 carries for Edmonds, 43-26. Yeah, they didn't do – honestly, yeah, I like I like the split back backfield that they have there. Um, Edmonds, I, I've always said Edmonds is a be, is a great receiving back. Um, I, honestly, I feel like Connor should start taking more of the, the carries. It'd still give Edmonds, obviously, like five to ten carries a game. Um, but obviously Edmonds is a fantastic receiving guy. I, they just have so much going on on that offense. A.J. Green going five, off. Five for 112 for the old man. Yeah. D-Hop, three for 21. Got to fix that. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's okay. They can spread the ball around if they have all these guys. It's okay if D-Hop has a bad game. He'll bounce back soon enough. They're, they're really well-rounded. Christian yeah. Kirk, seven for 104. Chase Edmonds, seven catches. Uh, like, beating the Jaguars isn't something to write home about, but this is what they needed. Obviously, the, the kick return... Touchdown, awesome play, but kind of a fluke. Uh, they did have they, the Cardinals did have a defensive touchdown too. Their defenses look strong too. Yeah, uh, Buda Baker with Watt and uh, 
Chandler Jones. Yeah, and they've got Rams Cardinals next week. That should be good. Honestly, I know I know the game that everyone's talking about that we'll get to later, but that might be the best game to watch for next week. Yeah. Now, dude, the Jets fucking blow. Yeah. Holy uh, shit. 26-0. Broncos put it on their head. Uh, Zach Wilson, two picks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Zach Wilson, uh, I, I mean, uh, it, it was... You see how Sam Darnold's doing. This is just who the Jets are. A terrible organization. Makes terrible decisions. They're going to be terrible for years to come. Instead of building around a good quarterback with bad coaching like Sam Darnold, they just scrap it and get a new one with the second overall pick. I kept saying the Jets the Jets offensive line has been terrible this year. What they should have done was have Mekhi Becton at the right, and they should have drafted Panay Sewell at left yes. tackle. And now Mekhi Becton's hurt. They have absolutely nothing going on on that O line, and they're getting blasted. Yeah, they have they have weapons in the receiving game. I mean, Corey Davis, who's had some questionable drops, but still he's a good player. Uh, Keelan Cole, uh, Jamison Crowder, once he gets back, like these these aren't they don't they aren't any superstars, but Michael they're good Carter wide receivers. Out here showing out nine carries, twenty four yards. Yeah, uh, Jake's boy. Jake's boy and um, Elijah Moore, three for twenty two. Big 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 things coming from him. I will say uh, some things that I do like out on the other side of the ball for the Broncos. Teddy Bridgewater, once again, a good game. Uh, the, the Broncos, I don't really know what to make of them. They're better than the bad teams, obviously. You're beating the Giants, Jaguars, and Jets. They have their first real test against the Ravens next week. Uh, how do you think that's going to go? I think, uh, I think they beat them. You think they do? Yeah. I, I can see that in, in Denver. Uh, yeah. I, I Honestly, I'll probably agree with you on that. I think that we see a massive game out of Cortland Sutton. Yeah, Cortland Sutton's been uh, – he didn't do a whole lot this week, but the week before. They have they just have weapons at receiver, even and with uh, K.J. Hamler tearing. Melvin his, Gordon, 18 for 60. Yeah, they've got – I like what Williams, they have going on in that backfield. 12 for 29. Both ha- both backs scored a touchdown. Yeah. Um, Bron- Broncos are going. They're just – they're playing their type of football, and it's working for them. Exactly, exactly. Now the Raiders, again, winning. Fantastic, dude! The Raiders have been a fun team to watch so far. Derek Every game Carr they've had is, has been very entertaining. Derek Carr is going nuts. Yeah, he's been having a great year. Um, Three eighty-six, two tutties, threw a pick, but uh, Peyton Barber, who don't know, he's Josh Jacobs' backup to the backup. Yeah, but that's better than any game Josh Jacobs has had in a very long time. Exactly. Uh, they, they have a lot going on in that backfield. Uh, Honestly, I feel like the best course of action that they can take from this point on is just kind of to run a committee backfield, have Kenyon Drake be the receiving guy out of there, split carries with Barber and uh I say you take the Jacobs. hot end. Just... Yeah, no, I, I agree. Just go with whoever has more momentum. But as of right now, this is a very dynamic offense. They have a lot of Renfro good receivers and, to throw Renfro to. Renfro and Ruggs with Waller. Yeah, Ru- yeah. Uh, Ren- Renfro has been showing out this year. So is Ruggs. Ruggs, yeah. 4 for 78. Yeah, I think he had over 100 receiving yards last week too, against, too. The, uh, against the Steelers. Now they did fumble four times. Uh, the Raiders, but, but they recovered too. They they didn't lose any of their fumbles. Uh-huh. So, um, Jacoby Brissett though, I was getting hyped for him uh, as the Dolphins' backup. Do you, I he he led a game tying drive, uh, which was very impressive. Made the two point conversion too to tie the game up. Uh, I'm impressed. And do you think when Tua comes back, he might we might see some. Uh, QB controversy because Tua wasn't playing all that great to start think, this season. I think if he gets a win or two under his belt while playing like this, yeah. He did get a win week one, but 
Jacoby Jacoby Brissett, honestly, I thought looked more impressive than I'm, Tua I'm ever like, has. I'm, at, I'm at like if Jacoby gets a win. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Jalen Waddle, twelve for fifty eight. Twelve Gusecki, catches. Yeah. Wow. For fifty eight, so they were all pretty short yeah. passes. But Gasecki ten for eighty six. Gasecki had a really clutch catch towards the end. Uh, in that, it, it was like it was fourth and twenty, and Gasecki made a huge catch. That was that was a fantastic play. This honestly. This was one of the game, maybe the best game of the week, uh, in my opinion. It was very fun to watch. Both both teams have something to look forward to, but the Raiders definitely are. Uh, yeah, I you good. you got to be happy as a Raiders fan, especially seeing the Chiefs at that one and two record. I mean, they have if they keep winning, they have potential to put a stranglehold on this division and make the Chiefs just got to catch up. So you always live by, at least recently, up until recently, that the Bucks are still the best team in the league. The Rams are close yes. second. The Rams just put a ten spot. On top of the Bucks, so how do you feel about that? Um, I, I'll say the Rams are the best team in the league right now, but Tom Brady always finishes his seasons out strong. So I, I'm not surprised by the result here of the Rams winning. Both quarterbacks uh, went kind of stupid. Ma- Matthew Stafford has is the front. Ru- Matthew Stafford and Derek Carr are the two front runners for MVP in my opinion right now. Three forty three, four touchdowns, no interceptions. I mean, did you see who led that backfield? Sony Michelle, twenty yeah. for sixty-seven. Uh, I think Daryl Henderson must have been hurt. Yeah. Uh, D- I, Deshaun Jackson, D-Jax. baby, coming back, the best deep threat of all time. I don't care what anybody says. This guy has scored more touchdowns from like fifty yards than any player in history. <laughs> this guy is electric. He still has that explosive speed. He's very injury prone in his old age. Watching him these the past two years with the Eagles was incredibly frustrating. He'd have a game with 100 receiving yards, and then he'd get hurt. He, he, I remember looking at it. He got hurt in as many games as he played. He had more as many injuries as games played. Jesus Christ. But Cooper he, he's still is, electric. Cooper Cup is fantastic. White, white boys balling out. I, I will say I'm, I want to see more from Robert Woods, but Cooper Cup and Matthew Stafford have found that early season connection. Yep. This offense is scary now with a legit. I mean, I, uh, Jared Goff's a legit quarterback, but Matthew Stafford is an elite quarterback. Yes. Um, and this is honestly the best the Ram, uh, Sean McVay's Rams have ever looked. This is their clear cut beating defending Super Bowl champions. They they can honestly crown themselves the best team in the league at this point. I, um, I would completely agree. The one thing I will say about the Bucks is that they had no establishment on the ground game. When Tom Brady leads the team in rushing, that's Awful. That's you know it's a problem, and that's how most of the games the Buccaneers lost last year is because they just didn't establish the run. They couldn't get anything going with Ronald Jones or Fournette. You got to give these guys more touches. Try to establish some. Yeah, like if you give, if you give up after game. five and four carries, like you're not going to get anything out of that because like sometimes it takes seven to eight carries for them to hit their stride, and, and you know you reach that 15, 17 carry mark, and they're around like eighty yards. Like that's not a bad game, but if you give up, like Jones had five for eleven. You know, maybe he hits like a 15 yarder or 17 yarder. Like, I, I mean, this Rams defense is good though. That's the thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I, am gonna assume that this is not the last time we see these two teams play together. Yeah. Right now, I'd say this is pr- most likely gonna be the NFC Championship matchup. Uh, obviously, there's still a long, a long way to go, but I'd like to see these two teams. Mike beat Evans in the playoffs. 106, eight catches. Godwin, 74 out of six. I mean, they, just they, a- they didn't even have uh, Antonio Brown today, and still threw for 432 yards. The passing game is not their problem. But no, before we get, before we move bad. on to the next game, though, let's talk about. Did you see that commercial? Hello from the other side. Okay, uh, <laughs> the, like Adele? Are you like? Yeah. What fucking commercial? 
Uh, oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. Dude, it's literally, um, it, so it shows, like, Bill Belichick and Tom Brady shows, like, all the Super Bowl banners, and it's like, hello? And then it starts, like, going into it, dude, that, it, that shit's emotional. You need to watch that as soon as it's over. It is never, th- this is the most hyped up regular season game of all time. I'll watch it after this. Yes, it's, I- I'm telling you, like, I watch like that, and you'll be like, damn, I can't wait for this game. I like your, This is the most your, emotional. Uh, your Adele impression there yeah. was very good. Uh, no, no, it wasn't. That was, was really good. <laughs> okay, okay, thank you, thank you. Vikings and Seahawks, what you got there? Um, honestly, it's time. You should be a little concerned if you're the Seahawks. I saw this stat; they have scored more points than any team in the first half this season, and in the second half, they stink. They they've like barely been able to muster up any points. They have they blew a lead to uh, the Titans last week. I, I wouldn't say they really blew a lead to the Vikings. Uh, the Vikings, the Vikings ran away with it in the second half. That's the team. Like this, if you're the Seahawks and you're playing a team like Minnesota, you should be able to. Yeah, you should be able to I, Minnesota has a terrible defense. Obviously, their <laughs> offense is good. Kirk Cousins had a fantastic game. Uh, even though with no Dalvin Cook, Alex Madison is still a very good uh, backup running back, and Amir Abdullah even doing some stuff like. Running for 140 yards, the Seahawks need to figure out some problems on defense because they clearly have some. They always, at least in my eyes, if DK goes for a good game, Tyler Lockett's silent. If Tyler Lockett goes for a good game, DK's silent. It it was more balanced in the first two games of this year, but yeah, Tyler Lockett did get injured uh, in this game. Uh, I think he did come back, though. Uh, Yeah, but if you're the Seahawks, you need to figure out these second-half struggles. you're not going to win games if you're not scoring any points in the second half. Uh, Chris Carson, I mean, 12 for 80, touchdown. He's like he's the definition of a consistent running back. Yeah, no, that. but most of the stuff that the Seahawks had came in the first half. In the second half, it's all three and outs. Uh, and, I mean, seriously, Seahawks, you need to address the offensive line situation there. Russell Wilson has been sacked so many times in the past – in, he's been sacked like so much more than any other quarterback since he's entered the league. It's it's ridiculous. It's time they need to address that situation, or else they're not going to be an elite team. And they also yeah. have some things to figure out on defense right now. In a division as good as the NFC West, the Seahawks can't afford to lose too many other games if they want to yeah. consider themselves playoff contenders. The Forty Niners, you got the Rams, and then who else? Is the Cardinals. Cards, yeah. All three all, teams are. They're two teams up. are three and zero, oh, and honestly, the the Forty ers were very close to being there. Uh, is that the next game? It is the next game. Let's get. I could have had a better transition than that, but uh, <laughs> what a game! So Jimmy G did all he could. I was sitting there. I, I forget if you were there or not, but I know I was there with Micah, and uh, Kyle Uzcheck scores a touchdown with thirty seven seconds left. He's Forty ers are his second favorite team, so he's so happy about it. I was like. They left 37 seconds yep. on the clock. What are you celebrating for? Like, you ever see that, um, it's the, the one Snapchat of yep. the, the Packers fans? It's, like, it's, like, it's, like, it's like, like the hillbilly guy at the game. He's like, he just has a smile on his face. You see the Cowboys fans with their arms in the background. It's like they're celebrating with 113 yep. in the fourth, LMAO. And that's basically, I, I, I should have quoted that line verbatim because threw a couple big passes down the field to Devontae Adams. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is never out of a game. No. People can say he's like, oh, like the first week he's washed up, da da da. You're telling me this man started his own 25, no timeouts, with 37 seconds left, and he won the game. Yeah. And props to Mason Crosby, too. I mean, those, yeah. those two have been the kicker and quarterback combo. He gets them into field goal range most of the time. I, I, I feel like you can always count on Mason Crosby. He doesn't have the biggest leg. They were even saying, he's like, I watched an all with Justin Tucker making that 66-yarder. I can't do that. 
You get me to a 50 to 55 yarder, Mason Crosby's probably going to make that kick. He's yeah. clutch. And, um, yeah, a, a big win for the Packers. Statement win because I don't think the, beating the Lions says that much. But beating the 49ers in San Francisco, a place where Aaron Rodgers has struggled, that's a big win for the Packers. Only, uh, only, uh, only one receiver got three targets. The others were under three. And then Devontae Adams came in at 12. Yeah, he has, there's a clear-cut number one. I'm still angry the Packers didn't draft T. Higgins last year uh, instead of Jordan Love. I mean, if you had two, well, obviously Devontae Adams is an elite receiver, but if you add it, T. Higgins is the definition of a very good number two receiver. Yes, and if you put him with Aaron Rodgers, that offense, they probably would have won the Super Bowl last year. But Dra- um, Drafting Jordan Love is a very stupid move of them. Yeah, that's that's why he's got so much beef with the organization. But he he'll just keep proving everybody wrong. Until the NFC Championship game, because he doesn't do too well he there. He sucks at the championship game. <laughs> so, uh, I'll be Stephen A. Smith real quick. <clears throat> How about them Cowboys? Yeah. Yeah, uh, not a whole lot. I, I expected the Cowboys to win this game. Um, Dak by, Prescott. By 20? No, not by, I expected them to win this game, not in this kind of fashion. Uh, the one thing I'll say about the Eagles is they they have been penalized so much. They need this is a problem you need to fix. If you're getting over, they've gotten over ten penalties like every single game this year so far. You know you can't win games doing that. Um, and, and you also can't win games with Miles Sanders rushing the ball. Yes, twice. That's that's the problem. We've been we've been saying this for all the games. Most of the teams that have been losing and you have your quarterback throwing fifty some passes. It's it's bad. It's, twice. it's too much. Too two much, rushes? yeah, exactly. He got 27 yards out of those two rushes. I saw some stat. That's, this is the first time, the, the fewest carries running backs had in an Eagles game ever, and the fewest carries of running backs have had in like any game since like 1980 or something. Dude. Um, it's, it's ridiculous. We, we had too many penalties. Uh, it, it, Devonta Smith, uh, I, I saw him run some routes that were very similar to like the national championship game last year. And obviously in the NFL, it's more difficult. There was one play that he had that cost us the game. Uh, he where he yeah. he cleat in college you get that separation he he was just faster than everybody else yeah. but Trayvon Diggs is proven himself to be a very good corner the Cowboys defense has improved quite a bit uh, well, I yeah, mean it's just, impossible like, to go down from last year but still he just like plant his foot and like slip yeah and then that led to a pick six that the game was over after Isn't that, that. wasn't that Diggs second pick six of the game no there was only well, he threw an interception and then we had that defensive touchdown yeah. Uh, I, I will say, Jalen Hurts, got, we got the ball right after that pick six, and we went down and scored a touchdown. Kind of kept us in the game, but the Cowboys ran the ball down our throats. It worked. Uh, honestly, I, I'm having Zeke not being the complete workhorse and throwing in Tony Pollard, who's Dude, definitely smaller, Zeke, quicker, and shiftier. Zeke had 17 for 95, two tutties. Uh-huh. Pollard had 11 for 60. Yeah, exactly. You pace them both. I mean, that that was lethal. The offensive line That's played dangerous. their best game of the, of the season so far. Um that was, honestly, the Cowboys really proved, considering how bad the Giants and Washington have been, and the Eagles looked very good in week one and good enough in week two against a good team. The Cowboys proved they're the best team in this division to me at this point, and it's not even close. Um, let's see, what are some uh, what are some games for next week that uh, look enticing? Yeah, obviously, we, we've covered some of them. Tonight's game doesn't really interest me all that much, Bengals and Jaguars. I have some homework to catch up on, so I'll do that. <laughs> Um, we've got Cowboys, Panthers, Lions, and Bears. Maybe just because it's a divisional matchup, I like that. No, 
Fuck you. Those teams suck. I want to see the Bears get a win, dude. I want to see the Lions get a win. I think the Lions are probably a better team. They probably are. Uh, Ravens Broncos is gonna be good. We said that. Yeah, at least I, I assume the Bears will have more than one passing yard this week. The Bears offense needs to get back on track, though. They should have a better game. If if the Bears lose to the Lions, though, I think Matt and He's the right. offense doesn't look good. It's time to get rid of Matt Nagy. Right. What about the uh, Browns and Vikings? I I like the Browns in that game, but. You know, the Vikings, if their offense is able to uh, to replicate that performance against the Seahawks, Dalvin Cook, if he's back, will be a, a huge win for them. Awesome. This this game could be interesting. I could see the the Vikings potentially pulling an upset. Uh, I'd still I'd still go with the Browns to win this game. Just so you know, the the your fightings off topic. Your fightings are one game, one loss away from a. No, they're not. So the only way the Phillies will make the playoffs is if uh, they went out. Braves if they went out. out and the Braves lose out uh, again, just disappointing. Uh, you have Bryce Harper. This is the third or fourth year he's been on the team. He yeah. actually carried. He, he, he had, yeah. Our our roster on paper is it should be it should be the best one of the best teams in the league. But they they consistently disappoint. Uh, I still hold 2018 and go. That's for sure. Uh, um, let's see. Any honestly, Eagles Chiefs. I'm looking forward to that game. We'll see if the Chiefs can get back on track. They Steelers, probably will. Packers. I mean. Uh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is going to absolutely should blow our back out. But. The Monday night game, Raiders-Chargers. That's, that's going to be a good game. one. That's, uh, that, that's, that's a test for the Raiders. Oh, yeah. That, they've, that's already had, they've already had some pretty good teams. I mean, like. yeah, I, I wouldn't say this, the Steelers, it's still a good win. The Dolphins, I'd say all their wins are against formidable enough teams with the Ravens. But if they, if they can beat a Dolphins. top divisional team here, that's a big statement win for them. I, you know, 4-0, John Gruden would probably cream himself. Yeah, exactly. It's a, I've only, I've always been one of John Gruden's biggest shit talkers. The only this only Super Bowl he won was because of a team that he inherited from Tony Dungy, and then he went on to say, "Let's build this team around the offense," and they stunk every year after that. Uh, I and everyone's always called him a quarterback guru. Uh, Fuck them. Fuck them. Yeah, I mean, is the quarterbacks he's had Rich Gannon, Brad Johnson. Even uh, even Derek, Derek Carr. Carr, like Derek Carr. Uh, is... Derek Carr's Derek Carr this year is uh, is an MVP front runner. So I'm not sure what. Uh, but like up to this year, he's been that. he's been incredibly adequate. Yeah, I, like, I agree. That's like that's he's just been a very average quarterback. They they, they gave him a ludicrous contract, and I, I'd say this year was the last year to prove if it's paid off. Let's hope that they don't start like seven and three like usual, and then finish eight and eight, Dude. which is what's been happening <laughs> under John Gruden. Um, but yeah, I think this is the best best Raiders team we've seen so far, and this should be a very very good game. Ugh. Do you want to move on to uh, the, SMH the SMH my head moments of the week? So before we get into this, Ooh, yikes, something's going on outside. Ooh. Oh, uh, yeah, I actually saw someone going the wrong way on that road last Dude, that night. Happens. And they, huh? So it's crazy. The road out front of our house is a one way, and it's it's surprising how often you see cars go the wrong way down the road. Like, yeah, I'm surprised there hasn't been an accident in front of our house. I, that would be unfortunate. But uh, for any of you who have seen Diary of a Wimpy Kid or, or read the books, there is this thing called the cheese touch. Now, earlier this week, our uh, roommate Calvin saw a piece of cheese outside our house. Bugs, all sorts of nasty shit out here. So, us being juniors in college, young men, the right thing to do is pick it up and throw it out but we're very immature so the cheese is still there calvin touched it and ever since then we have been playing the cheese touch 
As... It's, it's been wild. I, I, I've never been more paranoid in my entire life. I walk around with my fingers crossed yeah. all the time in this house. I lock my door at all times. I walk around campus with my fingers crossed all day. And when I go to the hub, I sprint in and out immediately. Yeah, so the hub, uh, like, we go to, like we said, we go to Penn State. The hub is the center of all that where there's food, study spaces, like everything in there. Stores, bookstore. Um, we added a rule to where... You know, you can have your fingers crossed, but if you are inside the hub and, like, the person with the cheese touches inside the hub and they see you, you can't cross your fingers and just be safe. you got to run outside, and then you're safe. So they can chase your ass down inside the hub and tag you. Another reason uh, why you don't want to have the cheese touches, we relentlessly bully you. Oh, it's bad. Like they, they, yeah, I, I had it for a night, and uh, I, I was going to call the hotline. Like It was pretty bad. These guys were fucking ruthless steve's a demon but i'll let steve take it away with his smh moment because i got him back okay so um let's start let's start out with uh this story so i'm sitting in my room uh after doing so this was for the monday night football game it's halftime i'm like let me let me get some work done because i had an assignment due at midnight it was like a deadline assignment you had to do it all very quickly so i'm up in my room and uh, last I hear, our friend Connor has the cheese touch. And the good thing for Connor is he lives 25 minutes away, so I think I'm safe. But then he came over, and I didn't know about this. And jo- he okay. gives... Okay, yeah. So <laughs> it started off, we were going to get Steve. I was in the hallway. I had Connor tag me, and I was going to walk into Steve's room and get him. I walked too ferociously towards Steve, I guess, because I tagged him. And he, he crossed his fingers about a half second before I tagged him to where everyone thought he had it. But our friend Skeet recorded it, and we had to go back to the uh, people in New York for the instant replay on it. And Steve crossed his fingers before yeah. I touched him. Every Nobody believed me. I was like, you have the cheese touch. You smell like cheddar. And I was screaming. I was like, I don't have the fucking cheese touch. No, he, he go was, look back at it. I was, I've was never furious. been so angry in my so life. He was so pissed. I've never been so angry. Um, but yeah, then I got away with it, and I made sure to let Josh hear it for the rest of the night. Like, he tried to hand me his girlfriend's cookies. I was like, I don't want those from you. Give it to someone else to hand to me. You're fucking disgusting. Don't yeah. touch me. Like, like I said, r- ruthless. Um, and then, like, any chance I could get, I'd say it smells like shit in here. You smell <laughs> awful. Like, get the fuck out of here. You can't, like, why are you sitting on the couch? You don't have a place on the fucking couch. Yeah, he, he, let, he lets it rip. So anyway, anyway, he goes <laughs> to drop off his girlfriend, and I go over to our neighbor's house, and I'm explaining the whole story and, and whatnot. And then John John, my roommate, is texting very, very often. He's like, Yo, uh, Josh isn't back yet. Like, can you hurry up soon? Like, I'm trying to watch some Game of Thrones. I was like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll be back by 11 or whatever. So it's 11. I walk in here. I, I check behind the door, check under my bed, check under John's bed, check my closet. Like, it's all good. I'm still a little hesitant, though. Uh, and I remember saying, like, oh, I think those insults really got to Josh. And John, like, laughs, like, way harder than, like, he should have. I was like, that's not really that funny, but okay. Um, anyway. So I, we just kind of go to sit down. Next thing I know, he jumps out. I don't have time to react. He get I, I get the cheese touch, and everyone's like, "Oh!" So I was I was angry in the moment, but then um, John's like, "Here, tag me, and I'll give it to someone upstairs." I was like, "Okay, it's cool." I had the cheese touch for two seconds. So anyway, we watch Game of Thrones. I'm getting ready for bed. I'm ready to go to bed, and the cheese touch gets passed around to a few other people. Next thing I know, Josh comes in the room. He's like, "Steve, you have the cheese touch." I was like, "No, I don't." Um, and then, then he's like, yeah, you do. I tagged John and John tagged you and you tagging him back. There's no tag backs. So I was stuck with the cheese touch. 
I would have been fine if I was just given the cheese touch in that moment. But the fact that I had grown a false sense of security for over an hour and a half just for it to be crushed right before right I go, before to bed go to bed was unbelievable. <laughs> I was so angry. I laid in bed and was unable to sleep for three hours. And at 5 a.m., I just sprint up to Will's room and tag him and say, fuck you, you have the cheese touch. I ain't dealing with this shit. I haven't had the cheese touch ever since. That's the SMH my head moment of the week. What's yours? Mine? Well, today I was in an advisor meeting and my neighbor comes over and she's like, you in your meeting? And I was like, I'm switching my major. So I was not even like worried about anything other than that. So I was like, yeah. And then she's like, okay, you have the cheese touch, tag me. I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? That's not my SMH moment of the week. I just want to put that bullshit out there. <laughs> uh, but I was at the Pollock Testing Center last night. I got out of there around 8.15, you know. At an 88, I'll take it. Good test, first time there. Nice experience. And I'm hungry. So I go to Chipotle at around like 8.25, and I'm waiting there. And I don't get my food until 9.30 because there's one fucking person manning the whole line, the register, the food, all that bullshit. There's a fat bitch mopping up the floor who could have been on the register. Like, she could have helped at least. Like, just get, like, help. Like, help. Like, you did not need to make 18 people wait for fucking an hour for their food if you could have just came over and helped. Now, it was upsetting. And I'll just, I'll go back, but I'm going to have some words for him. That's really, that's all I have to say, Steve. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty bad. I haven't had to wait for food like that in a while. Slim chickens. Yeah, well, fuck slim chickens. <laughs> Nobody waits for slim chickens anymore because they know how shitty it is. Well... We'll that, see you that guys. That wraps it up, right? Yeah, we'll see you guys whenever we record our next one, probably within the next week. Um, as always, it's a pleasure. Next week, we'll probably have a couple guests on for SMH Moments of the Week. And uh, John is looking to build a social social so, page for yeah, us. Yeah, I think we do have an Instagram page I now. Think it's so. SMH Podcast. Uh, Once we get the logo out, we'll advertise exactly, it on, our, on Exactly, exactly. So just look out for that, and uh, see you guys next time.